accomplished. Change the nice. description on that. Wow. I mean, you're what, 30 miles off? That was pretty impressive. Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. This is, as you can guess, on Thursday, the most thunderous of all days. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Howdy, everybody. And Dustin Hinshaw. Hello, everybody. Uh, we have a very special team-centric show, team tournaments, two of them going on, and we have a singles tournament going in Bristol, uh, in another international event uh, we're going to be talking about, which I love talking about these events from all over the world. If you're just joining us, this is your weekly tournament meta show. We're going to tell you the list and the factions you're going to see at these events, um, You know what's hot in the meta right now, maybe talk about you know what is going to be played and also about how to challenge it, beat it. Uh, we normally have a pretty fun time. It's usually a good time. Pretty international show, like you said. We've got a Canadian event, a 100-player Canadian event, 100-player American event, almost 200-player British event. This is going to be a phenomenal weekend for for Warhammer. And in this spicy, as you'll see as the name of the show, is this the promised land? We get to see, did this balance slate do what it needed to do? The thunderous Uh, applause on the thunderous day of the week. I love it. (laughs) 
if uh, you are joining us live, uh, make sure you know leave some comments in the chat. Let us know what's up. Uh, we love interacting with it, with the chat with the comments uh, and you guys watching us live as we are going down uh, doing this. If you're listening to us after the fact, uh, please leave us some five star reviews or some comments or whatever thumbs up, whatever whatever program you're listening to us on. Some type of engagement really helps other people find the show, and we appreciate it. Smash Before we get that bell. smash, yeah. hit that subscribe button, smash the the thing or whatever you know. We, <laughs> Do something. Just do something, do, please. Do something. Yeah. Uh, I do want to mention before we get going, though, this is on the Frontline Gaming Network, and uh, check out some of their uh, full-color FLG terrain sets. They're up in limited quantity, and I mean full-color. You want to check it out. I mean, this is an interesting, uh, pretty cool way to kind of pro up your tabletop. Uh, you did just from right, almost right out of the box. Get some mats. Uh, got some stuff, that the terrain that matches the mats. Um you know, if you haven't perused the site recently, do yourself a favor and go check it out on the Frontline Gaming Network. No, you absolutely have to. I, I remember when I was first getting into this, one of the first things that I was always worried about was like, I don't have nice terrain. I don't have cool terrain yeah. to have it on. And now Frontline Gaming has given you guys the key to the city. Just you want whatever you need. We've got it. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just awesome. It's huge. And the stuff is pretty. Like, I was messing around with it, some of it at LVO, but a bunch of the, the front tables um, next to the stream desk were all the pre-painted stuff, and they are gorgeous. The same as in New Orleans, I was messing around with it. I'm just really impressed. Pretty and functional. Like, it's functional, awesome. yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, we have some talks about uh, an Age of Sigmar, possibly some details in there. You know, look, this is the Warhammer 40,000 show, hey. but <laughs> you never know what we might talk about. So There is absolute <laughs> scope to have a other thursday show an ao thursday show ao that's what you that's what you have to say uh, uh, well seriously let's jump right into the into the action because we have a bunch of uh, things to cover including team tournaments like i mentioned uh which you know sometimes take a little bit to process they develop mm-hmm. in different ways than a singles tournament you actually you know the way you go about um assembling your team for that event the the way you go about building constructing your list for that event mm-hmm. can be radically different then a singles event is not just about, um, you know, taking the hottest list, the top, the top things. But mm. but before we, we get into the team stuff, let's talk about the grand tournament happening in Bristol. It's Bristol in the United Kingdom, 190 players, seven round event. Uh, it's using the old Tyranid Codex, not the new Tyranid Codex that uh, is just in people's hands, uh, but they are using the balanced data slate that was just re- released. And so, that could shake things up. What are we going to see there? Yeah, for sure. Oh, just to mention too, I do believe that's the same case for all the tournaments that we're at least covering this yeah. weekend. That, that's yeah. just to kind of get that out of the way too. So they are using the old Ned decks, but uh, full data slate in effect. So let's see what's changed here. The I Imperial think Super doesn't, oh, does, so doesn't the, when's the, when's the Tyranny Codex in actual, in people's hands? I think it's Saturday, this, like two days. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah two days. Then it's probably good not to use it for the day of that tournament. But next weekend, yeah. people, let's get those Tyranny weekend. Going. Right. They're coming. They're, they will be scared. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Um, we just, so we just had a comment in the chat. So people, people, uh, a gentleman just said, so it's old codex with no crusher. Unfortunately, crusher is still in effect because they came out yeah. midweek oh, yeah. when crusher this was already, already. So literally it's nothing's changed for Tyranids. It's as it was. And yeah. then come Saturday, everything's changed. Yeah. So this is the last run for all these uh, old indexes and crusher as well in competitive play, at least. So the Imperial Superfaction, there are four sisters, 11 custodes, three Admac, two Asher Militarum, six Grey Knights. That, there's that spike from Grey Knights you were expecting to see. Mm-hmm. Three Imperial Knights. Then the Space Marine Superfaction. 
10 Dark Angels, 7 Space Wolves, 4 Blood Angels, 2 Ultras, 2 Salamanders, 2 Black Templar, 1 Raven Guard, 4 White Scars, 1 Crimson Fist, 2 Iron Hands, 1 Death Watch, and a Raptor. Wow! Power <laughs> of contempt in yes. full effect. It's real. On display. Oh my mm-hmm. god. So, just, just to point out, we had the last couple of events... It was it was actually unusual to have the Marine Super Faction break the, into two digits in some events, um, and now they are stonking along, and with a beautiful spread as well, like gorgeous yes, spread. That's that's a great thing. Everybody wants to try out. Like all the Marine factions got better. So, are you surprised to see that many Dark Angels? Uh, I I don't know that I am. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, not nah. even a little bit. It, nor Space Wolves or blood, hell. I'm not surprised to see any of them on the field right now. I'm, I would have thought to see the Space Wolves and the Blood Angels numbers flip because I think Blood Angels are cheekily possibly the best one that got out of this with Armor Contempt with their best units not not taking Storm Shields that need to be snapped off like they've just got the army to go with it right now um, whereas even Dark Angels I think don't have the quite the right amalgam of, of units to take full advantage they might be rocking a couple of uh, Storm Shield Terminator units like that need to be yeah, but readjusted Yeah, play now. Space Wolves and Blood Angels <laughs> Right. What do you have to say about that, Paul? <laughs> the space, no, look, I got to come in here and defend the Space Wolves just a little bit because the Space Wolves, we, we talked about them a bunch on the show because people have been playing them consistently through this entire mm-hmm. edition and many tournaments. We see Space Wolves, and, and I kind of ex- expected that number to be uh, inflated a bit because, you know, what do you, when you are getting into, into close combat and assault, what do you need? You need more bodies, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, th- that little bit of extra, uh, insurance resilience might have been all the space wolves needed to kind of really get in there but i am really uh sad to see not not many more blood angels than that because exactly what you're talking about sanguinary guard um all the all their infiltrating units just everything death company yeah 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 they made out like they made out like bandits out of this yeah. Blood Angels were always one of the highest damaging, most mo- most mobile space marine chapters. They're just a little bit less durable, and mm. now they got more durable. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's a big. We'll, it's a big we'll see if them. things shift. It's just a you know maybe these these Blood Angel players are going to become the because, uh, for next week. I agree. I wholly agree with what you just said. So moving on with the Chaos Superfection tomorrow, I think we're going to see another couple bumps here. One Chaos Soup six. Chaos mm-hmm. Space Marines, 11 T-Suns. Again, no surprise there. Six Death Guard. The T-Suns are actually overtaking the Death Guard now because yeah, of that, that all-is-dust rule, man. Uh, one Demon and six Renegade Knights. Can't honestly tell you why the Renegade Knights are there, why they're six, but that T-Sun spike is very significant. Oh, yeah. People are sure. going to get a reality check when they try and shoot anything that's not a multi-melter at a Scarabacol Terminator, and they're just going to be like, oh, you have oh, two ups. <laughs> I've actually been talking with people that have recently, I mean, this is before the data slate actually came through too, recently switched over to T-Suns, had no idea how to play them yet, but they played it with new data slates. Like, wow, this, this arm is easy. I can't just, <laughs> just stand here and don't die. It's great. All I have to do is worry about my psychic powers. Everything else plays itself. <laughs> I was, some buddies of mine instantly hit me up. It's like, so you've been sitting on any Rupert Terminators? You know, they, like, no, no, this is like, it, <laughs> might be an excuse to paint some up though. And one of the big things that that uh, I think is an alternative build here that doesn't isn't wholly Scarab Occult centric because there's a gun that you can take on every Rubric Marine squad. It's mm-hmm. called a Reaper. It's called a it Reaper Soul, Soul Reaper Cannon, um, mm-hmm. and it's Strength Six AP Three. And right now, AP Three is the sweet spot for killing other Marines for going into other army uh, armor of contempts. And if you can just take like 
five or six five mans with one of those in each one and ultra durable Rubik Marines, in addition to like having 10 to 20 Scarab Occults, that's just a list that doesn't die and kills your opponent mm-hmm. back. Yeah, it's got Big some fan. good stuff in there. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all... The, the, the shakeup of this meta is awesome now. So mm-hmm. the Xeno Super Faction, 12 Necrons out of nowhere. Eight Orcs, 12 Tau, still representing there. That's not... I, I, I don't think Tau got hit hard enough for them to drop too much anyway, so that's not surprising to me. The High Mind Super Faction, 14 Tyranids, 5 GSC. I love seeing that. Tyranids are going to be staying up there for sure. And the Eldari Super Faction, as always, 8 Eldari, 10 Drukhari, 14 Harlequins, and 17 Suryani. So it's still a fairly even spread, but they're mm-hmm. uh, they're representing. So the That's actual huge. faction podium is Suryani at the top with 17, then Harlequins and Tyrians at 14, and then Necrons and Tau at 12. And then we got to give an honorable mention to the uh, T-Suns, who are just barely behind there with 11. That's, that's actually pretty cool. That's like so that. many. That's so many. Like this is a 190-player event, right? Yeah, so it's it's still uh, a high percent, higher percentage than what we're used to seeing, so it's definitely a spike. I find it so interesting that the Harlequins and the Asurani numbers just flipped from last week. Yeah. To this week. <laughs> just just completely flipped. But they're still um, pretty even for the most part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also I mean, it's like Jukari. 9% of the field, though. I mean, that's that's a chunk. Yeah. Uh, and if you add them both together, you know, what is it? It's, it's getting close 27. to... Yeah. yeah, 18%. You know, it's... Hmm. Uh, and I'd add Drakari to that as well, because Drakari got a lift out of this also, because we were seeing like Drakari around the fives, around the sixes. They've almost doubled. Um, and yeah, Asurani's gone up another third. And yeah, Harlequins have come down. It's a very beautiful spread there again. Yeah. One of the biggest things that Drakari used to be scared of with like their MSU list was all this out of line of sight shooting. And because they have a lot of ne- like natural Correct. negative one to hit, that's not nearly as scary as it used to be. Like they're, they're back to that MSU build can be pretty strong now again. I 100% agree. And they've got, the, they've got a lot of the right profiles. Unfortunately, yeah. some of their, their troops' choices won't do any heavy lifting for them anymore. Like, you used to be able to make do witches and racks just kind of do amazing things. But now you're going to really need your incubi. Uh, um, crack out your 3x5 your incubi. Hell, go bigger if you want. Um, and, and get all your smashing characters out because you're going to need to de- use them to dig mm-hmm. dig deep. For sure. What kind of players are we going to be seeing here, though? Adam. Um, so top players in attendance for the first time this year, I've just gone straight to the leaderboards. So we're, th- we're literally almost exactly three months into this new meta, and we're going to start talking the rankings. So we have the 7th, 8th, and 10th ranked players in the UK, all in attendance at this event. First one up is Jay Seabron. Uh, um, he's ranked 7th. He's playing Grey Knights. And boys, this is a list we're going to start seeing. There's some things in here I'm not too 100% about, but I like where this is going. It's a present brethren battalion. That's all. Librarian, uh, Grandmaster Dread Knight, Drago. Not, not so much has changed there. Three by five strikes. Not so much has changed. Ten paladins. Straight up. Just bang. Slapping in the face. Ten paladins. Um, two by five purifiers. A Dread Knight and two Razorbacks to tote around the purifiers, I assume. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, but he can audible to the strikes as well, depending on... For sure. You know, yeah. sure. But boys, just paladins. straight up. Paladins, haven't seen them since this, this Grey Knight book came out. One data slate change, bang, 10 of them in the next list. Do you know what the weapon loadout was on those Paladins? Like, uh... um, I, I know it had four weapons, and I, I would assume it's going to be Psy Cannons. If yeah. I, I would if assume Psy Cannons. Could be wrong, though. Yeah. But I, was, I, I think we're all in agreement they're going to be Psy Cannons, right? Right, Jay? Psychonics. <laughs> you it can make my, a case for the silencers. Oh, you could. You absolutely could. You absolutely um, could. Yeah. Just, just, curious, like, I, just curious as to what you know, what like power, you know, what uh, force weapon of choice and uh, and weapon combo. You know, if it was me, it'd be it'd be halberds and um 
Although, nah, could, you could make a case for swords. AP3, like I said, is looking a lot better. AP3 damage, yeah. Yeah, but the plus two mm. strength is still... I still think still that big. makes the wounding better, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just think it's a good unit now. Sitting in cover with the zero-up save, a tighter shadow, so you can be minus one to hit. Sorry, in the open with tighter shadows. Yeah, in like, the open. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I like on my the charge, zero-up save. On the charge, they killed just about anything in the game. Like, yeah. They are an amazing uh, Terminator counterpick because you'll have the Hammerhand, which will dodge any um, transhuman-like effects they might have. You'll have the right Ren to take them to an Involm, Scarab Occult withstanding. Um, and you can be you know, a bunch of defensive stuff on the slapback. Uh, I love it. I love the, I love Terminators now, and I love mm. Paladins even more. No, for sure. Love it. Yeah, sounds I'd- good. Next up is Marcus Hinson, the 8th-ranked player in the UK right now. He's playing Asuriani, he's an Ulthway Battalion. Baharoth, two Farseer Skyrunners, 3x5 Rangers. Only 5 Dire Avengers, but 2 units of 5 uh, Fire Dragons, which I think is a bit of a meta pick now. 5 Banshees, 5 Scorps, 2 Warlocks, so that's a unit of 2 Warlocks. Uh, only Swipe Swooping Hawks, but now he's gone 9 Warp Spiders, which I think is another meta pick. This is a spicy one, a Crimson Hunter Exarch, and a Single Wave Serpent. Um... I feel my gut check was I felt like this list was a little bit all over the place, and then I looked a little bit deeper. I think the warp spiders are a much better pick now than the swooping hawks because the swooping hawks having zero rend means they're just going to bounce off of far mm. more things. And then um, I feel mm. like it doesn't quite know what it wants to do with the other points, like five banshees, five scorps, five dire avengers. Um, feels like it doesn't quite know, and I don't know what's up with the crimson hunter X arc. Like, the, I, if if I had to guess, maybe just don't have some shining spears painted uh, in time. True. Uh, but the, but the the Crimson Hunter can perform very similar functions, uh, you know, with flyers, especially mm. if people are not necessarily thinking they exist. Their screen game is not the, the screen game. I, I say is deficient nowadays. People don't Ooh. people don't know about screens anymore. Uh, and so these flyers, especially a potent flyer with the guns and like a Crimson Hunter, can probably get behind enemy lines and, and take some characters out or a, or a small unit out in a very similar way that the uh, Shining Spear might have performed in this case. Um, I, yeah, I, I do tend to agree. I, when you said that the Shining Spears, I thought that was a great uh, call because you, you do need something that's going to see on the other side of a wall um, and to go and kill mm-hmm. something. So Shining, like the Exarch does that. It just flies over you and just, just kills you. It's got the right guns for killing a lot of um, stuff as well. I'm just going to quickly pull up his list because I'm assuming that Crimson Hunter Exarch has an Exarch power. Like why why else take it? One um, of the special things. In the, so mm-hmm. in, in the Codex there are like each Exarch you can assign. You can make them like little mini characters. Uh, hmm. Within, if if you're not familiar with the codex, uh, and then when you said the the two units of fire dragons, I was immediately thinking about you know what what transporter we're going to have a couple of falcons yeah. later on this list, you know, but they can they can fit in the wave serpent. Yeah, it's got swooping evasion. I don't know which one that is. I'm just going to I'm going to quickly have a gaze, boys. Um, but it sounds defensive. It does sound defensive. I'll read out this next list uh, first and get you guys loaded up. So we've got Jack West. He's the is our third list. He's the tenth ranked player in the UK. He's playing Custodes. And so this is very interesting. We get to unpack a lot of these new lists um, with the top players already taking them. Um, he's playing Solar Watch. We all, that's already a big shift away from you know Empress Chosen or Shadow Keepers. He's got a Shield Captain on Dawn Eagle, Trajan, three two by three Shield Guard, um, five Prosecutors, two single Alaris, an Achilles Dreadnought, a Galatus Dreadnought, a Vexilla, and a unit of six Virtus Praetors and a unit of three Virtus Praetors. Still bringing the bikes. Yeah, man. Still bringing everybody, the bikes. Everybody was... says they're dead. I don't think they are, to be honest. I mean, what, but... What's different about this? I mean, the, the, there's no Sagittarium in here. There's a couple more tanks, maybe? Honestly, uh... like, not a hell of a lot has shifted here. He's he's joined up one of the, one of the units of... Um, 
of bikes to be one six because he's just going to use all the defensive buffs on that in that one turn that it comes out and then it's going to go in and kill some stuff and hopefully it's done enough damage that it was worth it i, I but then i don't know what the three man's doing there i, I would have dropped the three man and just got another got another dread personally well the oh, six the dread, man makes it more ten. durable yeah. like instead of just having a three man that you can't use strats on now it's a six man that's still a lot of wounds with a four up invuln t6 like it's kind of makes up a little bit for the lack of durability they lost now they're still they're still fast they can tie stuff up they can do exactly what they need to do still it's to kill a lot yeah throw it out the window you don't need it if your opponent is dead that's <laughs> true it's that's true, true. stand um, by but, that but yeah this i think this i feels like this is just the, the the list with no adjustments the only adjustment is sticking one unit of three bikes together uh, and solar watch now Oh yeah, exactly right. Yeah, um, I did just double check and doubled back to that uh, Grey Knight list. It is side cannons, and he has taken swords, all swords. Okay, all right, yeah. that's fair. Still a good yeah, choice. Yeah. Like you said. It's a great all-around weapon. So there's yeah. no, yeah, it doesn't swing poorly into anything. I don't think. No. Um, I, I of these lists, I like the Grey Knight one the best, like hands down. Well, the fact that they can take the hammer hand kind of negates the. Uh... Yeah. Minus one strength you get with the sword. The AP helps as, you, and then you re-roll. as long as you get to re- as long as you get to reroll, yeah, that's fair. If you're not fighting salamanders, right? Or Valorous Heart, yeah. <laughs> or Valorous um, Heart. What do you guys think is winning this in this this brand new world? M- mind you, we're halfway to the brand new world because the Tyranids aren't in full effect. So I had to say Tyranids is going to take one more because yeah, with the old book, with the old book because it's still good. It's still very good. One more, it's still very one good. more on the way out. What do you think, Paul? It would be hard not to pick an uh, an Esserani build. Yeah, here. it would, <laughs> uh, because they still. I mean, really, what the um, Eldari and all the uh, those type, those factions, they're really good. They have a lot of pot- potent weapons that are really good at taking out Marines, and a lot of the stuff is decent enough AP uh, to where it's going to get it's going to get over that hump, and they still have you know all the movement tricks and all. If they can stay away from being engaged or get it down to where they only have one or two bottles left in the unit tag to pull the engagement, they're going to be in the same position that they were last time and I think they've got the firepower to do it. I'm calling T-Suns. I'm actually but I'm not calling That's T-Suns it. for the win. I'm calling T-Suns for the podium. Like at 1 2 3 there'll be a T-Sun there. Um I just don't I think they're going to keep they're going to catch people napping. People just not don't have the profiles Dude, to go commit through. to it with your whole Hermes. heart. Yeah, T-Suns going to win this event. T-Suns they, have but this Destroying seven, seven and OT suns. They're going to leave scorched earth. No mercy. There are eleven thousand suns players there, and I'm willing to bet that out of the hundred and ninety people, at least a hundred and sixty have no idea what Scarab Occult Terminators can do. I was about to oh, say yeah. exactly. Hundred percent. Right. They're, they're going to shoot their bolters at the Terminator. They do. Like, oh, no. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. And you're like, just two. Doesn't matter, man. Two yeah. up safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. So I mean, I'm not saying they're playing gotcha hammer. That's not the case. They're just simply no. going to be amazed by what the 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 kind of like middle of the road offense they can put out, but then mm-hmm. the the absolute top class defense uh, and be able to compete in every phase. These things now are the total package, and I think it's going to catch a lot of people by surprise. Agreed. Oh, for sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, now we're, that's the singles event. Now we're about to jump. It's going to be a different animal. I'm curious if our analysis is going to change, uh, markedly because we're going to be going into a team event. And like mm-hmm. I said, with the team events, you definitely, yeah, the, the composition of your list way different than, uh, than maybe a singles list, because in my personal experience, it is not often the one for one, what like a copy of a singles list does well in a team event and we'll see if that plays out and what we see here uh this is 120 players uh five players per team five round event uh is it 24 teams yeah 24 teams 
So no, the max same ever. Yeah, it's it's a it's a one per one codex per per team as well. So the max you'll ever see from any number is twenty four. Yeah. Um, and so the closer you are to twenty four, that means more teams have taken you. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, as always with our team tournaments. Keep that in mind because if it's that close, it's that good, or at least people think it's that good. So starting off with the quick and dirty stats here, the Imperial Super Faction there is going to be five sisters, eleven custodes, eight Admech, one Astro Militarum, eight Grey Knights, and seven Imperial Knights. Space Marine Super Faction, four Dark Angels, one Space Wolf, two Blood Angels, three Ultramarines, what? one Salamander, and one Iron Hand. So it's a total of 12 teams are taking Space Marines, which that's yeah. half the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chaos Super Faction, there are two Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Marine, eight T-Suns, five Death Guard, one Demon, three Renegade Knights. The Xeno Super Faction, there are eight Necrons, seven Orcs, 11 Tau. The Hive Mind Superfection, there's one single Force of the Hive Mind, which is actually Alex McDougal, and 10 Tyranids, 7 GSC, because this is the last time that, uh, like we said, the old uh, Tyranid Codex is still in effect here, including Crusher. And the Yadari Superfection, to finish it off, there are only two Drukari, nine Harlequins, and seven Asuriani. So the faction podium ends up being Custodes and Tau being tied at 11. Tyranids next up with 10. Then Harlequins at 8. Uh, also, Necrons, T-Suns, GK, and Admech are also at 8. Oh, so Harlequins are 9. Apologies. Harlequins are 9. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Make me, make me look like an idiot reading it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not that easy, is it, Dustin? It's not, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not that easy. Uh, the funny part is, too, I actually have some of the stats because we changed to like accept the data slates after our lists were originally submitted. We did a vote uh, with the captains to see if everybody wanted to use a new data slate. It was almost unanimous. It was like, yes, we don't want to play with old rules. Please let's uh, use a new data slate. So that has changed lists. So I know some of the changes that were made. Uh, Tau were at 16 before. Oh, wow. Custodes were at 14. Okay. Gray Knights were at three. So oh, they well, so went that at is five. Big jump. Yeah, that is a huge. big jump, and I know a couple of them were towel players, actually. <laughs> wake, wake! <laughs> hey, look, you gotta do what you gotta do for the team. Sometimes I'm actually surprised there are not more Imperial Knights and and Renegade Me too. Knights. Like I thought the same so, thing. So what I was talking about, like your your team composition changes in this in these types of events, typically there is a mechanic to where a, one team has to place a list out to say we're we're going to be somebody has to battle this and the other team put, mm-hmm. puts out two lists to match it. And then the, 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 the put out list gets to choose who they, they fight. Yeah. So you get in a situation to where you would try to create these lopsided matchups mm. and granted, everybody can wound everybody and that kind of stuff. But sometimes having, you know, five brick list, which I, I consider Imperial Knights and, and Renegade, Renegade Knights being in that category uh, could create some difficult decisions for your opponents if they're not prepared to deal with that many things. So I kind of expected to see one or two more uh, in those yeah. factions. Dustin, uh, I can tell you this is almost the same uh, The same for the next team's event as well. There's a little bit of a hole with the Knights. It, it's, it's actually far more vast than the next one as well. Uh, but Dustin, you're attending this event. Um, well, give us your give us your hot... I'm assuming you've analyzed this better. Give us your hot take. How do you I've, feel about it? I've analyzed the hell out of it. So in terms of like with Knights, there is an interesting fact there because we added the data slate and uh, submitted our new lists, but we didn't have... Obsec on the knights when we were submitting our lists, yeah. the adjustments. Yeah. So that was added afterwards. Now they have since voted. Okay, yeah, it's back in. All the Unite players that are brave enough to do it. You get your obsec back. Like that's 
That's fair. But you, you don't get to go back to the drawing board a yeah, second exactly. time to put more knights. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now all those, those uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. So everybody that moved off of them, you're not true knights players. You don't deserve it. But everybody that's on, <laughs> absolutely, you get your upside back. You earned that. You absolutely earned that. It is, this is something actually interesting about this tournament too. Like for a team tournament, it is player place terrain. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, so th- so it's are there do the boards have what we know over here like a, the, the ATC format of where there's a dense terrain table and it progressively goes down to to more sparse terrain yeah. across For the tables. This one they have uh, the I think the top two tables are going to be identical and then they have uh, different ones as they go down. So they're trying to keep mm-hmm. it like the game the table pick in this one's going to be less less of a factor. That would make matchups. To me that would make nights even better like because they've got less it tables in which they're bad. It can be that the the terrain we're given, like they gave us a full list of what the terrain is that uh, all the players are going to be given, and it is definitely light enough that that knights could uh, could be making a huge have some, impact. Have some go, yeah, for um, sure. Interesting to see that custodies didn't drop much post. How, how many were they at before? Did you say 15, 14, 14. So they didn't I would have much. I thought they would have halved, and then when they went down by three, I wouldn't be. Surprised yeah, a lot of them, they, a lot of them moved to heavy dread builds. I think that's be, that would be my call. You, you, yeah, you, so you, you were an all rounder, and then you're going to go skew defensive, yeah, exactly. like a brick, because they can function very similar to a night build, at least. Well, we even had a comment in the chat is like, "Custody's still doing just fine, gentlemen." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I this this did definitely affect the composition of list. I think. Uh, and then the ability to score points in situations to where, you know, you you were outmatched, but I don't know that we know what's going to match them still yet. No, that's the thing too. We actually have a custode player on our team. Didn't change the list or anything. He's like, no, nope, it's fine. Obviously, he's a little more scared than he was. Like his all his <laughs> greens went from like, went to like yellows, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, now I'm not really sure, but I'm still mm. okay. <laughs> well, and saying that, we've got your we've got your team for the analysis. We pulled out one team, and it was oh. yours. Uh, I can't wait to. I can't wait to be wrong here. Never heard of him. <laughs> Never, never heard met of him. him. Let's let's never see how we go. Um, so first of these lists, and we just did the archetypes for these ones. I did type out the the previous ones, but I had a little bit less time for them. Um, so mm-hmm. first up is a Borkan Triple Storm Surge list with a bunch of MSU Crew and one Crisis Brick. Uh, this is a perfect teams list. This is exactly what you want to see in teams. I'm um, I'm pretty sure you could do something similar with some other builds. I, to me, Tau is the second best army in the game at the moment post Data Slate. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe they could have gone a bit more well rounded, but this is still extreme powerful list um, you've been in uh, you know kind of a, a prophet of the borkant for a, a while i have <laughs> yeah i think the borkant is where you want to be for tau i think it is the best tau um, build post uh, data slate and and with the advent of tyranids as well i think it's the best oh um, for sure it has like output damage output that's better because of ignoring the invul and they have a defensive exactly. buff so it has everything it really does any any time, and this is just a tip for anybody, before the new need book drops, look for something that can one-shot a Maliceptor. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you got it, take it. Take as many as you can. Um, mm-hmm. And not many people can. Storm Surge is one of the only things that can one-shot a Maliceptor, um, especially with Borkan. All right, Custodius up next. Empress Chosen, three by three bikes, three Achilles, and an Inquisitor. That's pretty much the build. Um, I mean, if you were to drop one or two units of the bikes and take two more dreads or a caladius or two instead i think that looks much more what like i expect custodies list to eventually be but this is a fine build it's, it's fine. funny fine that you mentioned that because that's the exact thing we were thinking of doing when we were oh, changing. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't have the models ready for it and with three days left like no that's just it's fine <laughs> it's fine um gsc i, I wouldn't know who would play this no, what, kind of, this? A fiend, what, what kind, kind of a fiend what kind of a fiend would bring this yeah 
Uh, industrial affinity and impassion for the build. It's MSU, Acolytes, and Neophytes with a bit of a mechanized skew. So an amalgamation of five trucks and, and, and uh, rock grinders being kind of the build there, which I'll get you to unpack for us, mate. What's, what's the go? Have I got the archetype <laughs> right? Is there more to it? Well, you got the idea of it, right? It's it's all about trading properly and getting your. It's it's a it's a list that is a take all comers. Like I will put yellow down for every matchup, everybody. But yeah. if you make a mistake, I will green it for sure because I have the ability to stay back and then I can push whenever I want to. I do still have a deep striking drill squad with uh, the three D six charge and everything, uh, the three grinders, and you're missing one major thing in here though, Adam. There are three what? calamorphs. Oh shit. Actually, that was a big miss. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Three Calamos is a thing. No bodyguard. See your bodyguard. That is <laughs> rough. I see. I call. I said a post bodyguard change. The Calamos is possibly the best thing in that book now. Oh yeah, no, like I take three of them, no matter what. If if That's I only have amazing. one attachment, I take two auxiliaries for Kalamars. Like it's just like, <laughs> the four CP well paid. <laughs> That's, oh my it's god, it's worth it. It's worth uh, it. All right, next up we have Tyranids. This is a Leviathan Crusher Stampede. It's exactly what you think. Flyer and Swarm Lord, Raveners. Two Sire Tyra Jewels, a Dimmer, Hive Guard, and a Harpy. That's it. That's it. Um, Drakari Goodstuff being played by Ridvan Martinez, so he's going to do well. Uh, Blackheart, Prophet of Flesh, and Cult of Strife. Um, he's got very MSU. He's got a single Ravager, a bunch of Raiders, two big Hellion squads, and all the Incubi. I think friend, this is a good... Friend of the show, faction specialist, uh, mm-hmm. You know, knows the ins and outs of this army. You, you can't beat that at all. If you want, if you want a place to start with a with a mono Drakari build, this is exactly where I'd start in the new meta. Oh, sure, this, this is perfect. Um, two big Hellions. I'm not sure about the Hellions. I'm not sure because they're they're innate rend one. I'm not sure how much I love that with the armor contempt stuff going on. Um, that might become maybe Blood Brides, maybe something else with a high rend, or maybe just some grotesques to build a bit of more backbone. But for the he's MSU got, build, he's got things this to is... deal with things with fly, and he could be yeah, you know sure. he's and got some speed. So I don't I don't want a hate lot the of speed. That's the major thing that he has been there for for sure. And the sub list. So should something go wrong and they needed a sub player, there is a Necron list, which is expansionist and conquerors. It's got a Void Dragon, 20 Lich Guard, a big unit of race. And what I found was interesting about this one, it's got Anrakia, the Traveler, and also Illuminor Caesaris. So it's going to be buffing up and augmenting these Lich Guard quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. That's mm. uh, that's our coach. We wanted to make sure that he had a list in just in case uh, something happened. Bring his, bring his army, maybe play a game for fun on Friday night, you know? That's fair. It's a very good spread. I mean, you look at that spread. Um, it's a it's Tower Custodes, GSC, Tyranids, Drakari. Um, that's a good five spread. I mean, the only thing's missing, I think, is Craftworlds or Harlequins. Like, but the Drakari make up for that, doing a similar thing. We had uh, actually, Scary was he did have a small Harlequin attachment in his list before. Say it ain't so. Traveling players. He did. But uh, once, 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 because the. The nerf was like good. I don't need to take okay. them anymore. It's fine. Oh, okay. We don't need them. We were we were discussing between like uh, if I would switch over to craft worlds for it or if our crusher player would do it. But crusher is just it's too good right now. There was no yeah. way. And yeah. me moving off of GSC was shut down right quick. Yeah. Um, I think that crisis team is um. We just had a question. Apologies about what's in the crisis team. Um, I'm gonna look that up really quickly. Unless Dustin knows. Offhand, I want to be able to tell you. I think it's cyclic, plasma, and a flamer. I'll have it for you momentarily. But well, we can start talking about the next event. Well, actually, no. We're going to stop. We're going to do an ad this time. So we have. Yeah, are we? From our sponsors, are we actually going to? Uh, that we are going to bring in here. So this you get to see some of the the cool stuff from the Frontline Gaming Network that we're um, going to play for you. Uh, what 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 do we got there in that? In that I've event? got it. Um, Ions, plasma, shield generator, flamer. Nailed it. 
pretty much across the board. So it's like uh, I know it's in my team's list. Four shield drones, one iridium uh, with the stim. Yeah. On the boy. So it's there it's pretty go. much the, the, the best all-rounder you can make, essentially. Hold tight. We will see everybody in about, I don't know, 90 seconds. Time it. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. And we are back. I uh, hope you enjoyed that word from our sponsors. You got to check this stuff out. It is pretty cool. Uh, so these kind of things that uh, really, if, you, if you're looking to have a kind of different play experience uh, and your, your, your buddies and your friends will enjoy it as well, check out some of that stuff. You will not be disappointed. We got another team event to talk about. This is going to be the Northeast Team Championship uh, from West Nyack, New, New York, here in the U.S. 115 players, 23 teams, five player teams. It's a five round event. Ooh. So same thing again, using the old old neg decks, but uh, full dynasty in effect. So we get dirty sacks here. The Imperial Superfaction. There are four sisters, nine custodes, one admech, four astromilitarium, four gray knights, and one imperial knight. Space Marine Superfaction: five dark angels, one space wolf, one blood angel, one raven guard, two black templar, two white scar, one imperial fist, one iron hands, and one death watch. Holy crap! Yep. Chaos Superfaction, one Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Marine, nine T-Suns, of course, six Death Guard, another one that got a huge boost. Yeah. The Xeno Superfaction, nine Necrons, six Orcs, 16 Tau still. Hive Mind Superfactions, 12 Tyranids. That's it, 12 Tyranids. What, what is that? 65%, 70% teams have uh, Tau on them? Have Tau. Uh, yeah, yeah right. there's only seven teams that don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Eldari Superfaction, there are seven Eldari, one Drukari, five Harlequins, and three Suriani. So the faction podium ends up being obviously Tau at 16, Tyranids at 12, and then Necrons, T-Suns, and Custodes tied at nine. That's pretty strong. I actually, I think that I would have expected more of the Space Marine Superfaction here. Uh, because yes. it looks it looks like that most teams just have, let's just put one in our list because we happen to know a Marine player and maybe that armor of contempt is okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in all reality, uh, in teams events, maybe we should list Marines because you can only take one Marine per thing. So maybe we should list them as a, as a single super single faction. Cause there are 15 teams that took a Marine player. So there's only eight that didn't only one behind. Oh, that's right. So but yeah. you could, we're saying we, you could have a space wolf. And, that's for sure. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Only, because they're all in the same codex now, especially. 
It's yep. an interesting dichotomy too. Now with like the armor of contempt, that you can take only one space marine faction, but you mm. can take T Suns and Death Guard and Death Guard. If you wanted to, you could take Marines, T Suns, Death Guard, Sisters, and Chaos Space Marines. Just you be, could. That could be a whole team. Green Knights. Only Green the Knights. team. The team's called Only Contempt. It's just, only yeah. contempt. Only yeah. contempt. Nothing but contempt. Nothing, Nothing but, but contempt. contempt. That's it. Yeah. Um, this is a really cool spread. I, I don't mind this. Once again, like there's only one night player because I've got a feeling the same thing happened. They got the data slate. They didn't get the uh, the obsec change. There's one Imperial Knights player for the entire event, and everyone else looked at him like, "Well, without obsec, we don't. We're not committing to this." Hang on. Um, Hang on one second. I need everyone to enter into a pact with me right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody steal my team name that we just came up with. Oh yeah, it was a patent pending. Patent <laughs> pending. Patent <laughs> pending. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. do it. He will, he will come after you. Cease and desist. Oh no, no. Care. It's okay. <laughs> oh, free game. Free game. <laughs> Um, T Suns like t- Necrons seem to be a perennial. Everyone mm. kind of takes one in team events. It, it seems to be like so many teams choose to take a Necron player. But T Suns is just I think is the big winner from this weekend. Just the T Suns yeah. freaking wave is uh, possibly unstoppable. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And, I, and the five man teams it brings a lot of value. It's easier to kind of pick them and put them into the the five man teams. Now, when you get to eight mans, you're gonna see all of them. You're gonna see like yeah. Necrons will be in a lot of them. T Suns yeah. will be in a lot of them. Death Guard might even be in a lot of them. Like. When you get to the eight the eight man teams, it gets uh, it gets pretty crazy. Five man's it's going to be actually harder to pick the five uh, five factions now. It goes Tyranids and then Misk. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it is right now. It's, it's very interesting that uh, the Adeptosaurus got got a benefit from this rule as well, and we have mm. not seen that impact their numbers. Mm. That's, dude, that is so true. They are, in my mind, they're the second biggest winner from this whole thing um, because they got the Miracle Dice change as well. And yet, you're right, yeah. we, didn't see the, we didn't see them get the, the big uplift that we saw T-Suns get. Everybody sold them when they got oh, nerfed. That could be the case. Them, and look, so. correct me if up. I'm wrong, you know, it's like, I do think, you know, I'm going to stand by this, you know, I think it's kind of difficult to find that right mix of of weapons and loadouts and, and mixture of things mm-hmm. in the Adeptus Oratos, mm-hmm. where it's it and although in, in Eldari they've got a, a a multitude of choices as well, but it seems to be easier to kind of decide what you want to bring. Yeah. And in addition, like the the best the best build for sisters of the last three months was thirty sacrosins, and now that's kind of not where you want to be. So you so, could be absolutely on the money pool. It's going to take a couple of weeks for it to coalesce. People get the right models, the right combination of units together, because literally this is a battle. Just T Suns, yeah. Just take no, whatever. Hundreds of battles. That's it. Hundreds of them. But wow. what order? Your, your bloody rose, your martyred lady, oh, your valorous heart. You can figure it out after you've got the <laughs> army built. Can... It's true. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Doesn't matter. And um, also, Astro Militarum. Astro Militarum have got a, an impressive boost of. Now, look, we know they need a little bit more than what they've got. Uh, but at the same time, when you've got all that firepower and no additional cost and the and the automatic wounds, um, which compensates for some of this stuff with higher toughnesses and yeah, more, hold, more hold marine the, bodies on the table. That is an amazing call. I just scrolled through our three events. There are four guard players for the entire these three events. Over uh, was it almost five hundred players? Yeah. And I do think in a team yeah. event, though, I think the yeah, Necrons yeah. are always going to beat out when you when you take an, an Astro Militarum. I really, I, with the way it sits right now, like I I think that's in the team. Remember, in the team construct, it is a little bit different. So this is maybe not the best uh, time to analyze while we sure. don't see more of an individual faction. Uh, mm-hmm. and they, they got a singles buff, 
because uh, I think in a team event, you're probably always going to want to have a Necron player before yeah. you start introducing yeah. the Astro Militarum. Uh, fun fact, though, there was actually zero Astro Militarum in the Canhammer one until the Data oh. was, was implemented. And then one of the Custodes go. players switched over. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Fair. Don't worry, I have both those factions too. I may have done the same thing. <laughs> um, but into these top teams in attendance, first one is uh, Gentleman Gaming. And unfortunately, I think this team is stacked to high heavens, and it's probably yeah. my call to win it. Um, first up, we have an Iron Hands list. This is a battalion with a super heavy auxiliary, and it's actually ferocious. It's got a Librarian, Tech Marine, tunes of five Infiltrators, and a unit of Tacticals, three Redemptors, one Volkite Contemptor, and a freaking Astraeus. Yeah. The, the, when you when you inject something like that, this is one of those things. It is a a meta breaker because when yeah. you inject something like this, the, and that that is the the Forge World thing. It's about this big. It's got <laughs> guns all it's bristling with weaponry. Yeah. It's got a, a stacked toughness. You it's know. got a two up. It's got a two up save, mate. As well, yeah. that's where the money is. Yeah, the fact and, it's got and, two and up. things in this unit or this army that can heal it. So. It's it's basically just a a, a magnet, and then mm -hmm. if you're dealing trying to deal with that, you're not dealing with the four dreadnoughts that are in the list. Exactly, exactly. It's got ironstone as well. Like the, this list is ferocious, um, yeah. and it's a big problem. It's a very similar. It's funny enough. It's not too dissimilar to what the storm surges do to you in the pairings matchup. Like, uh, mm -hmm. if you can't handle storm surges, so people will get pinned. Like, oh, uh, you have to put up first. Oh, well, here's our all comers space marines list. You can have the storm surges or the Atreus, mate. Which which one do you want? It's yeah. it's, it's the giant douche turd sandwich equation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, On to the next next list is a T Suns build. This is Cult of Time. It's a battalion, Ironman, Exalted Sork, Infernal Master. That's the the beautiful trio you you usually see. Um, two to five rubrics, twenty cultists, and a Leviathan Dread. Um, two units of ten Scarab Cult, a Zangor Shaman, and five Spawn. Now this I believe is just a good singles list for T Suns. Now, if you wanted to, you could just take this to singles. I, I think it's uh, it's short ten Scarab Cults and five yeah. Spawn. That's good. <laughs> if you wanted to push it all the way to the extreme for a teams event, hundred percent you could do that, and it would be just fine. Like it would it would be ferocious. Um, but this is actually just a reasonable all comers T Suns build. I do like it. Like you mentioned with the rubrics, I'm, I'm willing to bet they have that that cannon you were talking about, the Soul Soulfire Soul yeah. Reaper. And so it's not an embarrassing choice. There there are certain times, you know, like if you saw a Death Guard unit army with three Plague Marines, you you would walk up to the table and you're like, I've already won this game. You know, but you can't think that way anymore. No, you can't. You can, nothing. You have to use real units to go and kill rubrics and plague marines, like real units. You can't just send over your intercessors or yeah. whatever. Um, so, all right, on to the next one. We have a Tau, uh, and it's a Tau set patrol, supreme command, and a vanguard. Um, Crisis commander, Dark Strider, ten crew, five Crisis, two single broadsides, Shadow Sun, then a Cold Star commander, two more units of five Crisis, four Crisis bodyguards. And another single broadside. This is a ferocious build. Um, so I like this a different take than what we saw in the previous uh, Tau build. Hmm. Um, it's it's nineteen essentially nineteen crisis, um, two commanders, a third commander in Shadow Sun possibly, and then three single broadsides. It's mm -hmm. it's a lot to chew, boys. So so Dustin, you know, obviously some insight into what we were talking about on the previous team and why those choices were made. What what do you what do you feel about the, the like the towel in this composition is a is a completely different uh, list style? And then also, you know, let, let us know in the chat too, like what what you know, what they're thinking. Tau probably on a lot of people's minds right now. 
Oh yeah, for sure. And I do actually really like this build. I like the fact that it's only a bunch of single broadsides because we yeah. our list before this was nine broadsides before the data slate came out. So it, I, I have always liked those. I just it's not worth putting so much effort in and this many points in them without getting rerolls and stuff. But having mm. three squads of one, I really like that. We took the uh, storm surges because one, like I was saying, it was uh, player plays terrain and we can actually manipulate the terrain. Yes. And storm surges have free reign over the center of the Huge. table, basically. Yeah. And that's massive for them because they are innately rerolling all their hits if they don't move. So it's just it's a bully list that can take away some of the lists that we're afraid of, like. We're afraid of Crusher. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not afraid of Crusher with that, like at all. Uh, it's it was originally built in because we were still kind of worried about like some custodes or there's still a lot of four up invulns out there, mm. and it's just something that gets rid of them, even with volume of fire. And a lot of armies aren't ready to kill for giant things like that. It's true. It's real true. But lists like this, it's better for just like scoring points, like being able to fight against almost anything. The Storms just have some bad matchups, which mm. we obviously try to avoid with them. But lists like this, it doesn't have as many bad matchups because it can outplay a lot of these lists. It won't have like a, a hard win against the ones that it can win against, but it can because it has so much outplay potential. Yeah, spot on. Um, on to the last two lists. This is a High Fleet Leviathan Crusher Stampede. It's Pretty boring, as they've become this time. Uh, <laughs> it's two flyer into Swarmlord, three by three warriors, a big old Dim Sim Dimecaron, three size hero jewels and a harpy. It's pretty much what it does, what it says on the box. Um, and then lastly, we have what I believe is one of the most MSU lists you'll ever damn see. Um, this is an Ulthway Patrol and a Vanguard, so it's Asurani. A uh, unit of three Warlock Skyrunners, Eldrad, a, a, a five Seer Skyrunner, five Rangers, two into five Banshees, two into five Warp Spiders, two Falcons, Baharoth, Karandras, three into five Dire Avengers, five five Fire Dragons, five more uh, Striking Scorpions, two by five Sweeping Hawks. Like, how many breaths did I have to take? That's love it. That's if a I do add Baharoth and Karandras. I love it. I love it. I think this is a phenomenal build, and it's just got so much stuff everywhere, all the time, all the time. Yeah, I really like. That. I actually haven't seen Karandras around a lot. Baharoth is obviously still the best, like by far the best uh, Phoenix Lord out there. Eldrad is very rare. Ultimately, you'd have to bring him. Yeah, is he? And, I, I can imagine he would be. I always like striking scorpions. Yeah, and I, and I think basically just un, unhindered by any anything. But the, you know what we've seen people I think kind of opt with is to is to go more of the psycho route mm. plus Baharoth, but you know want to maximize mm. on that um, Elder Storm, and this has a little bit of both worlds. Yeah, this is and th also this is um, scoring ability. He's just like ah, never going to get slapped. Always going to get a good score because he just mm. I've just got stuff to throw and trade and throw and trade and throw and trade. Nineteen it's drops is it. what this list has. Nineteen drops. I love Sweet. It. Ha, uh -huh. Mine has twenty two. <laughs> yeah, take MSU, that. You whatever. That. <laughs> I know we're running short on time. We have one more list to run through, or one more teams list to run through, and then we have a segment on the show we call the Fuego Repito, where we gear ourselves a list of topics. We give ourselves two minutes to talk about those topics, but that's coming up at the end of this uh, broadcast. So if you're new here, you know, got some kind of a little bit of a palate cleanser to look forward to uh, later on in the show. Love it. Uh, next team is Team Battle Brothers. Uh, I liked the spread, what these guys had going on, so I pulled them out. Um, it's got, first up is uh, Asurani. It's an Ulthway Patrol and an Outrider. And it's funny, we're going to leave off with uh, one uh, Asurani into a straight Asurani, another one. Um, he's got two single Warlocks. He's got Eldrad, Farseer Skyrunner, five Rangers, ten Dire Avengers, five Striking Scorps, three Shining Spears, four Shroud Runners, a Wave Serpent, 
Next attachment starts with Baharoth, two to five Banshees, ten Swooping Hawks, two single Vipers, five Warp Spiders, and two single Warwalkers. So once again, an extremely MSU build. He's only got two 10-mans here. He's got a 10-man Dire Avengers and uh, a 10-man Swooping Hawks. Apart from that, it's all fives. I like this. I like the Dire Avengers being a tens because you know uh, anything that's that's uh, kind of like a, a vehicle for the stratagems to get maximum yep. uh, efficiency on. I like that, and, and I love all the MSU, especially with the Warwalker. The Warwalkers are kind of deceptive. I mean, you can get yeah. tricky with them. Mm. And they just they, these are just co- towed a couple of bright lances around, can you know outflank or come in from the sides, do some spicy stuff. Um, I do love that term though. We should we should coin a term called Strat Sponge. That's a strat sponge unit. That unit will soak as many strats as, as you can lay on them. Yeah, You've heard it here first, folks. The Thursday show has completely coined this term of strat sponge. <laughs> Try saying it three times fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next one is just another Crusher Sampy. This one's uh, Double Patrol. Two Flyerans, some Warriors, five Zoanthropes, which is a little spicy. Um, two units of five Raveners, a Barbed Hero Drill, Swarm Lord, three Warriors, and an Exocrine. Um, this seems like a little bit of more leaning... I mean, the, the Zoes seem... A little out of place. I'm not quite sure what the purpose is there. Maybe Dustin. This is uh, this this is uh, a new need list. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's a, it's list. it's a new need list with the old book. It's it's interesting. Yeah, like, well, I, I'm, I'm don't get me wrong. I anyway. love zoanthropes. Yeah. I love zoanthropes. I've all, I have I have 18 of them, and I well, you're going to use them them. you're going to use at least eight in every game. I think. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't deny it. They're, they're too good. I, mean, just, I, was try, I was trying to think of a reason not to be like, no, I can't. Just right, tell me I'm right. wrong. Yeah. Right. All's right. Next up, Space Marines. This is a White Skies Vanguard. Yes, love it. <laughs> um, Captain on bike, a Lieutenant Apothecary, a Volkite Contemptor, 10 10 5 Vanguard Vets. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's like, I think, one, one or two Storm Shields in each one. Zero and Storm ev- Shields. And every other one has a Lightning Claw and a Chainsword. Um, uh, the, it's just like this guy has just snapped a lot of arms this week. He's just like all the all the all the Vanguard vets in a bucket in the freezer, snap off the super glue, just bang, bang, bang. I hope um, it's that cool oh, and just not on. assault marines with a fancy helmet or something. Oh, that's true. Um, three attack bikes, two attack bikes, um, two times five devastators to go in a rhino, and then two land speeder storms. And I'll tell you what, I love this list. I think it's great. Well, you you've been uh all about the land speeders recently. I have, yeah, I'm a big proponent. I think land speed is, um, especially storms and things like uh, thunderstrikes. Um, thunderstrikes, you need speed um, and high AP, and thunderstrikes mm. do that for you. They'll see around corners and pick up units, or you just want to be so very durable for your cost, which is exactly what a land speeder storm is. You well, need a even, vehicle to go- even uh, with the land speeder storm here, like there's nothing to go in the land speeder storm, uh, but it's using it strictly for the functionality of what the unit does. It's got a decent uh, profile. Uh, and it can move fast. Yep. It has a couple of guns or whatever, but it can do yep. things for you on the table. You need things to go get Oath Turn 1 if you don't want to expose anything of value. You need things to go and get engaged on all fronts. And that needs to be a unit of three models or a vehicle. And, uh, uh, you know, there's the, the cheap, there's nothing che- as cheap enough to score engaged on all fronts turn one um, that isn't a vehicle um, for the points. There's nothing that's going to make that. Um, tw- uh, was it has to be like a 15 inch move in Dawn of War to go get over the, the center line? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's Peter Storms, hands down. Uh, next we've got a Tau. This is a far side allied army because they, for some reason, G Dub did decide to not kill that. I wish they did. Um, <laughs> but funny Functioning enough, we've had as three, intended, 
we've had three tower lists um, so far talked about, and they've all been different. We had a Borkan, we had a Tower Sept, now we have a Farsight, Arlide. Um, this is a Double Patrol and a Supreme Command, three Crisis Bodyguard with a Colstar Commander, an Ethereal, ten Crute, five, another five Crisis, uh, three Stealth Suits, four Crute Hounds, and then next attachment, three Crisis Bodyguard, a Crisis Commander, um, ten Crute, another unit of five Crisis, and two units of four cri uh, Crute Hounds, and Shadow Sun. So, some total of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 16 Crisis Suits with two Commanders, plus Shadow Sun for the, the baby third. And then just a bunch of MSU Crew. It's just a good list. But this is a singles list. That's a, we've, I've called that, a dead set, I've called that out in previous weeks as a singles list. The previous uh, Tau list have not featured Crew, and this does seem like a, just a stout singles list, and probably going to do yeah. Village very well. Oh, did it? I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, we we just did uh, the I had the synopsis. I was blinded by the uh, blinded by yeah, but crude are like crude hounds especially. Yeah, we have twenty crude and twelve crude hounds, I think, in it because they're just so cheap and good at what they do. Yeah, like, they're very they good. That really feels like the the single cyber wolf that uh, space yeah, wrestling around. Exactly. Yeah, except there's um, four of them. Except there's four. Of them. <laughs> Yeah, so they can do a lot more. Um, anyway, um, next, the last list is uh, Necrons. This is a Nihilak uh, Patrol and Supreme Command and an Outrider. And this is possibly my favorite Necron build at the moment. I very Ooh. much like this. Coming around to it. Um, Chronomancer, Overlord, one unit of 20 warriors. And I think that's the right the right amount. It's either one unit of 20 or none at the moment because I unfortunately don't think they do very much damage anymore. Um, two units of four Scorpec Destroyers, which I think is a very good number as well. Uh, three Locust Heavy Destroyers, a Ghost Arc, the Silent King, a Technomancer, a Reanimator, which I'm, I don't know about the Reanimator, but um, I'm sure there's a reason. A one unit of six Flayed Ones to make sure you go and get some Rod, R&D. Two units of three Scarabs to get in the way. And here it is, six Ophidian Destroyers. One big unit of six, because you don't have to worry about indirect picking them up. Mm -hmm. Bam. Love yep. them. That get them into your list. Get them into your freaking list, guys. One unit of also, six with the Silent King will kill just about anything. And you need something that you can sling into your opponent's Terminators that will slap the crap out of them with huge amounts of rend. Ophidian Destroyers will do it all day. They will do that. Now, the reanimators in the list because it's 20 warriors. Like, one 20 warriors, right? Well, he's trying to make them durable as possible. But he's already got a ghost arc as well. It seems like too many points to into the, baked into the warriors. Hey, maybe he likes his warriors to stay alive. I mean, give him a 5-up invuln, give him a 4-up reanimate, bring back D3 well, and, or D6 a turn. Or with with turn? both, I feel like you get another unit, of, almost another unit of 20, 20 warriors. Like... I don't know what to yeah, tell you. Yeah, but then like, they don't come back. And that's not that's, as cool. It's fair, but you got 40 more boys. Like, were you going to get 40 warriors out of the 20 warrior unit? No. So you get 20 more. Yeah, never mind. We can go in circles. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's the only reason I don't understand having both. I'm sure I just like it that it's part of the discussion. I think it's cool. The, the, it's true. You know, yeah, the Necrons are, are back in it and, and and then doing what you know kind of people expect them to do. I do want to say we got a, a shout out from Malaysia in the chat. Uh, Felix says uh, they watch every week. So thank you for that. I uh, got Nurgle Matt giving some love to the crew. They have the crew. I mean, basically almost like most improved unit in the last, I don't, I'm going to call it 10 years. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I see. I have one better. I think Tyranid Warriors take that, take that cake. Um, but I think Crute top three for sure. Uh, I'm still not convinced they exist. I think they're a myth. Wow! <laughs> I'm bringing sorry, nine the a, next time we play. The first time we play that, I'm bringing nine Pyrovores. That's a very old meme. 
that I used to do in my yeah. old streams. I used to be atrocious <laughs> being like, pyrovores, do they really exist? They're like unicorns. Not saying the unit isn't good, I'm saying it just physically doesn't exist, That's and right. it was just something I used to troll people with. Well, we've got oh, another man. question. is uh, How many plastic Spartans will uh, be painting red? Oh. Well, you know you need a 140,000 Spartan, you need a Horus Heresy Spartan, you know, there may be like two companies in in the Warhammer 40,000 got to name one Raldaron and you know the uh, yeah I got I got you got it all planned out so uh, yes keep keep watch this space and the other spaces mm-hmm. can't wait to talk about that kind of stuff <laughs> how many gene stealers you reckon you could fit into Spartan like if you really crammed it's a it's a big boat it's a big boy yeah what I mean, f- I mean physically. Physically, like, I know. Okay, I got where you were going. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I love when Justin's over there actually doing the math. He's like, if, well, <laughs> you know, first we got to land on the planet, then we have to set, yeah. you know, a multi generational campaign to where yeah. we infiltrate the mines. He's he's planning it all out. That's what that's what he's thinking about. Generations was, ahead of time, buddy. Yeah, plan yeah. generations. Let's see what it is there. It's fuego time. <laughs> You said it did there. Let's do it. So this is a segment on the show where we do, we run down a series of topics. We give ourselves two minutes to talk about those topics. These topics rarely have anything to do with Warhammer 40,000, but we like to kind of end the show out on just a, a moment of Zen. So a palate cleanser, uh, especially if you're new here. Uh, and this is sometimes listeners submitted. Uh, sometimes someone else makes the, the questions up. Uh, but as soon as we're actually, I think we're going to have production ask the questions yeah. this time. All right, uh, and as soon as that question happens, uh, the the clock will start. <laughs> and when we're out of time, we're out of time. This is an Earth Day. I think this is, is this Earth Day? Tomorrow's, tomorrow. Earth, day. Tomorrow's Earth Day. No, yeah. I thought it was either yesterday or, today, or or soon. Uh, this is an Earth Day. Come on, theme. every day should be Fuego. Earth Day. Well, we're gonna. That's how we we talk about it to uh, to make it part of uh, the the mind space out there. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we hear the question, as soon as that clock starts Ooh. ticking down, we're gonna wrap far our replies. All right, gentlemen, the most eco friendly 40k faction, starting with Dustin. Oh, that's easy. Gene Sealer cult. We recycle everything, including people. Nah, you're so close. It's Tyrannus. You are close. I was gonna say Tyrannus, but I figured. That they kind of destroy the planet that they're recycling. So if you're talking they about eat a, it, an ecosystem they, they, from Tyranids, um, absolutely. Excrete more Tyranids and then eat more stuff and excrete more Tyranids. It's like a uh, the GSC plan for that. So they're they're the front runners. They're the garbage men that are bringing all the recycling back to the recycling plant. I have another answer. Orcs. They're they're the rep- the great repurposer. Complete renewable I, resource. I, uh, they find yeah. a thing and they build another thing and then they, they find some more stuff and add to another thing. They're the great, great reuser of, of things. And aren't they, like, I, I, is it, was it con- confirmed they are fungus? Yes, you know, so... they are. They are spores. They are mushroom men. Is that I'm going, I'm still staying with Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, they could build a whole new thing, but everything they build is out of scrap. Like, they don't, they, you don't see, you don't see minor orcs, you know, in a, in a freaking iron mill, you know. Make an iron ore. They you go and they all get the ores some. in the universe, Adam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The best uh, power from Captain Planet. I'm gonna go with Paul first. Oh come on, man! You know, everybody knows his heart. <laughs> Boo! Everybody knows his heart. Boring. Although I do like I like fire. That's what we picked too. Great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you cheated. You cheated, Dustin. I like his uh, telepathic ability. That's always a cool ability. Is that hot as well? Maybe. I think it is. Captain Flat. Pl- Captain I'm, I'm being more specific because <laughs> like... he did two answers and I'm just going to make one better. I'm going right? to go with water. 
because that's like the most precious resource on the planet in addition like there's so many like i watched uh last end airbender i want to i want to bend the water in your in your soul in your body i'm going like, to be a threat to everybody water too that's what would i don't you, know would, would you want to drink water that was created by him wouldn't that be a little weird i don't i, feel I don't like know a little that's weird. a great question do they create water or does it just move water around and control water's flow like Seriously? you control the you control water you control the tides you control the whole world you do you do for sure. Like either way, he's already ridiculously strong. But if he can create water, like, would you drink it? Would you drink it, Adam? I don't remember. Uh, I, I would. Yeah. I would so drink, drink Captain it, Planet's bathwater. Yes, I would. Selling <laughs> <laughs> his bathwater online for two hundred bucks a bottle. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just want one of those outfits. Uh, All right. Which oh. ones? The Planeteer yeah, jumpsuits? No, the Captain, actual Captain Planet. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The outfit. I'll get you some jammies, some Captain Planet jammies. There you go. Uh, all right how do you use leftover sprues instead of trashing them <laughs> good thing you specified mm -hmm. can i go first yeah, yeah go, Adam's ahead. First. go ahead Adam. i use them by making myself believe i'll need the two or three parts that are remaining on the frame <laughs> and then stack them in a massive pile in my garage and just never throw them out so they never get trashed but you have given the most correct answer, and I don't know that <laughs> yeah. we'll improve past that. I mean, that's that's the most real answer. Is it what actually uh, we should do with them? No, but it's definitely the most real. You can use them for basing material. I that's sometimes I use the sprue pieces when I'm building terrain and I need some extra reinforcement. I'll clip the sprue and and use the. Is it for reinforcement when building terrain? I, I actually well first of all I when I get to it I clip off all the pieces on the sprue and I have uh, a box separated with all the pieces so I know where all my stuff is for uh, conversions or whatnot. Spare well, I think you're just telling us you do that. I, I will go get it. I will go get it. <laughs> I think you're just telling us because that's that's the that's the state that's we all myth. dream about. I will about. go get it. And then uh, I look. The... I've got a, I've got an empty tackle box because I told myself I was going to do that. I've got like. <laughs> I've just got an empty, a massive empty tackle box because I convinced myself I was going to do exactly like what you're saying. Box, a tackle box. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it. it. But uh, I also I'll clip out the the pieces of the, the sprue itself and I'll put them on bases sometimes too because they're yeah. I think it makes it pretty cool like little metal pieces on the base. I've seen, seen uh, you know tutorials online uh, to uh, to make them into cobblestones and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it's actually you know remember when that when that person made a Necron army out of sprues? And, yeah. God, talk about it, to divide a community. Of whether or not that was cool. Let me tell you that yeah. about any when you time you show effort in this hobby, I think it's cool. Uh, Same. And that was that is was not easy to do. Mm -hmm. All right. And look, Scotty says uh, that that Dustin, you're not the only one that does that. I think you're uh, you're, you're both setting hobby goals. That's right. We're setting for, the bar here, guys. Hobby examples. That's right. Me and Scotty setting this bar. You guys got to meet it now. Yep. <laughs> Preferred basing method for your models. Spruce. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Paul, you hit me, Paul. So I actually like the textured paints. So the technical paints mm. uh, uh, from uh, from GW, they do exactly what they say they're going to do. And except, I will say that before you put like the the, the texture on, you want to paint the 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 bottom of the the, the top the yeah. top of the base and so when like if it does like a crackle paint or if it does come apart or whatever then you ne you never get all the way back down to the just the black of the base you've got you've got some things on there and then you want to put like two or three different elements on there you want co like just what Adam was just displaying you have contrast on the base itself that's my, that's, some, my 
Everybody, everybody, look at look at Dustin's pants, please. <laughs> look at like Dustin's pants. Ghostbuster pants. Sweet Jesus. Sorry, continue, Paul. Oh, my bad. Oh no, that was, that, that was I was I was doing the same thing. Slight <laughs> uh, like distraction um, for everybody there. There you go. Think, this is why you want to watch this live on video. If you have two or three elements on your base, it will always look better than if you did just one. And sometimes it's cool to do a different color than the, your a contrasting color. Than I was about to just grab models that I have, like you know. Same, you know, like there's this brown. I probably, if I was doing it all over again with this foresight, I would probably go a lighter color brown, but I've got the grass on there uh, to help offset that. So that's to be mindful of that. I'm Adam and I going to say too. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. Or Adam, uh, you said. Uh, go yeah, ahead. Dustin, okay, you got, got it. Okay. No, oh, I like the texture paints as well, but I also. I do a bit of everything. So this is what I usually use for my Tyranids and my Genes they're called. So I'll use the texture paint and then whenever there's little gaps, I'll put a little bit of green Cabalite and then I put some Nurgle rot on top of it. And then I'll put some uh, either brushes or like little, little bushes or nice. grass somewhere. I like how that so looks. So every single one of you use the GW texture paints? Is that what I got from that whole two minutes? It, it I does. Yeah. Okay. I no longer use the GW ones. I use the Vallejo ones because no. you just get a much bigger no, pot no, for okay. the money. Okay, that's fair. All right, best... I, use a lot, I use a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> best plant plant based Pokemon, and I'll start with Dustin because he looks most, most confused. Yeah, you thought you got me, Bulbasaur. <laughs> that's the only one I know. <laughs> Venus, Adam. It was four twenty yesterday, so I'm going to say Gloom because he looks high as a kite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It is indeed Bulbasaur, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I was I I remember my first uh, uh, six lineup of level one hundreds had a uh, ex, ex, executor. The uh, is that was right there the, the egg tree. Ex, exec, yep. Is it, it was executor. So that's the name of the assassin's rifle, right? Exodus <laughs> Probat or whatever. It, is. it was an executor. That, executor. That was like a really fast and minute. It was uh, a very very powerful yeah. Pokemon in in, in original and vanilla. I had to save this one for last, or Paul would walk off this set. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Save <laughs> so plant-based burger or artificial meat, Paul? You, since you're gonna happy. go full tw two minutes here, we might as well. What? Here. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> They're both crap. <laughs> Is that like the the incognito? You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I have I have sampled an Impossible Burger. And I have had a black bean burger. I've, I've, I've done these. I've had, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> and unless you have dietary restrictions, uh, like I, I cannot imagine why you'd want to do anything other than an actual burger. <laughs> All right. it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Okay, Adam, Dustin, go. I had to, I had to meter myself here. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was good. You metered yourself well. Uh, for me, it's actually plant-based. Oh. Because when I'm eating artificial meat, all I can think of is I wish this was real meat. But when I'm eating a plant-based exactly. burger, I know what I'm eating, you know? And I, and I actually, like, a lot of them are made really well. I, I, I've yeah. enjoyed them. Would I order them if there was an actual burger on the menu? No. But you just put some A1 and bacon on it, and it's, it's going to taste fine. 
<laughs> I actually, my, my wife got something like that that had bacon on it, but she didn't, like, she doesn't eat meat a lot. So the disgust in her face when she bit into a plant-based burger and tasted bacon, I can't get that image out of my head. It makes me laugh every yeah. time. I think. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm 100 with Dustin. If I'm if I'm vegetarian, I'm really happy to have plant based options. Mm. In fact, plant based. I had a really nice plant based burger that was just like a whole uh, portobello mushroom grilled. Yeah. Like as as the patty. Yeah. Delicious. That's not a burger. <laughs> it, it's fine. It, it, had, it was, it was a mushroom puns. sandwich. It had stuff but in it. Maybe it's an orc. It's good for the planet. <laughs> like, but that was delicious. Um, I don't um the because I'm not vegetarian. Oh, if I want meat, I'll choose meat over imitation. That is our show. That is that. Look, of course, you know. Again, you eat what you want. Like this is, this is, you know, life's too short. Enjoy it. Eat whatever. You, I mean, eat whatever you can, whatever you want. Uh, but uh, so a little joking about the folks that choose the vegetarian well, or the plant based option. I, I I am aging, gentlemen, as I'm sure we all are, and I'm choosing to eat less meat. So every I I have like I go vego like two or three times a week at least. And Paul's just like, you're off my you you're off you're off my show, Adam. FTN <laughs> is now Adam is no no longer have Adam on it. <laughs> I'm just saying, no have a, you know have a salad. I don't want to. I don't need to trick myself. Like I can, oh yeah you know. yeah yeah. Yeah, if I'm going to eat a vegetarian dish, I want a vegetarian dish. If it's good, Although there is something, it, you know, there's something very yeah. satisfying about the shape of a burger. You know, mushroom has the mushrooms same shape can be though, fatty. and yeah. mushrooms could be meat. It's orcs. We already discussed this. They're fungus. It could be, it could be orc meat. <laughs> the fungus. Seriously, that is our show. And and we really appreciate everyone that is tuned in live. If you are listening to us after the fact, we appreciate that as well. Uh, but maybe consider coming and being part of the live chat. And that we have each and every week, each and every Thursday, as we run down uh, some of the biggest tournaments in the world. Actually, we're going to hit every big tournament in the world, but we run down the biggest tournaments each and every week. Uh, talk about uh, you know the factions you're going to see there, you know what people are bringing, and then how to beat it. And then we have a little fun here at the end. So thanks for sticking all the way through it. Uh, please check out our sponsors, Adam, Dustin. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's always a welcome, fun time. Welcome to the promised land, maybe. <laughs> and Richard in the production in the back. Thanks for stringing it all together for us. We'll see you, everybody.